0: Yes, we're recording. Oh,
1: we're recording. Great. Hi, everybody. Hi. Welcome to Monster Baby Podcast, a curious romp through the world of mindfulness and
0: improvisation. My name is Ted de That's Lisa Roland That's over there. That's
1: right. We are your hosts. We're joined today by the Monster Baby Podcasts, Simon and Puck, and we are talking about something they understand really well, which is new beginnings. New starts. Yeah. They're like, oh, man, she's on the couch. That's a great new beginning opportunity for a nap. Let's go get on her.
0: Oh, look, somebody came in the door, a new playmate. (laughs) A new playmate. Oh, look, some food on the counter, a new chance to jump up and eat it. Yes. So,
1: yeah, in honor of, so today is is, uh, the 29th of December, so in honor of the new year, we're talking about starting new starts.
0: New starts. Yeah. Uh, We hope that this proves relevant for you. Yeah. Uh, we enjoyed our conversation. Um, curious about how improvisation is like a breeding ground or like a, a
1: like a practice. It's practice like practice it's like, like a training
0: ground for new stars. Super sharp focus. And then yeah. So we touched a little bit on mindfulness and how that relates as well.
1: Yeah, paying per, attention to what's happening.
0: Per our mandate.
1: Yeah. We had a little, a little, little discussion about the octopus, the noble, the noble and mysterious creature, the octopus.
0: Great flexibility. Yeah. So stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also at the beginning, uh, we did a little warm-up playing a game called New Choice, which That's is kind of on theme, but it's also a great classic improv game. So, uh, if you like it, tune in. Uh, if you don't want to listen to the game, check Skip out it. check out in the notes, and you know you can find the particular spot in the podcast. And yeah,
1: you can just do that fifteen-second forward thing for a few times until we get past it. If you didn't like it, yeah.
0: But if you did yeah. like it. Listen. We're we're glad. Yeah,
1: we hope you like it. So.
0: All right. Without further ado. Get going. Here you go, people. A new start. Here we are, episode number 37.
1: Which I'm still not convinced anybody cares about but us. True. (laughs) But it's nice for us. That's
0: true. Uh, I have a fondness for number 37 Why is that? Because when I was a sophomore in high school And I moved to a new high school Partly so I could play basketball on a better team Uh And when I got my practice jersey My practice jersey was number 37 Oh I really wanted to be number 23 Because that was my lucky number But I got 37
1: Isn't Michael Jordan 23? Yeah but listen to this one with the sports
0: knowledge you are basically belonging on ESPN yeah. at this point <laughs> yeah number 23 was my favorite number because my birthday January 23rd mm-hmm. Michael Jordan became my favorite player when he was a freshman at North Carolina mm-hmm. early in his freshman year yeah because I was watching a game and they were my favorite team already and I was like "Ooh,
1: who's that guy oh I like him yeah
0: he moves smoothly yeah I was on the Michael Jordan bandwagon. Is what
1: you're saying? I liked Michael Jordan before Michael Jordan was cool.
0: That's exactly what I'm saying. Great. Not before he was cool, but before, before other people. Before liking knew about him. him was the yep. thing. Yeah. Yep. Beginning of his freshman year at UNC. Uh but that's my connection with the number thirty seven. I kept that practice jersey for like twenty years. Oh. I don't think I have it anymore. Maybe it's in my
1: Prime number. Huh? Relics.
0: Another thing to like about it. Prime number. Thirty seven.
1: Prime Yeah. Primes are cool? Primes are cool. And also not.
0: I mean they're kind of nerdy?
1: No, they're... In the no, world of numbers? I feel, I feel like they, they are... What, what I like about them is that it's like, you can't... I'm just exactly what I am. You can't make me into anything else. Like 36, <laughs> yeah. you can make me into 12s and 3s and 4s and 9s. Yeah. But... Sixes. Yeah, but you can't make... There's nothing...
0: 36 is basically a, a mushy chameleon. It's an octopus. It's a starfish. 36 a
1: wonderful number.
0: It's a great number. I love the number. Three times twelve, yeah.
1: Three, I mean, three times twelve is only the beginning, <laughs> as we've just explored. And
0: then thirty-seven is like, damn it, I am here. I am thirty-seven. I'm I am
1: nothing but thirty-seven. Take me or leave me. You know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. It's that idea of letting your freak flag fly, and like not just being everything to every person, but being like, uh, I'm a fucking weirdo in this particular way. Yeah. Like me or don't, and I'm likely to make as many enemies as I am friends. But yep. But then you know.
0: I like that they don't come along all that often either. Once I you know. get once you get past the first few,
1: I feel like they're kind of like witches.
0: <laughs> Say more.
1: Well, they're like they're like I think they're cool and also oh,
0: they're a little scary. They're
1: a little they're like not totally, you know. <laughs> they hide in the shadows. They walk this line of like cool and not cool.
0: 37's hanging on the edges until forty one comes along.
1: Forty one is a prime, huh? And think, then what?
0: Is it, is forty three a prime? I don't know. I don't I know. I think forty three is a prime. Yeah. But then I believe you. Yeah, and maybe forty-seven even, but then, you know, you're you're going for a while.
1: Are a lot of sevens prime? I, I think it helps. It
0: helps you be a prime if you're a seven. Oh, because you can't be an even number. By nine. Can't be an even number. Okay. Anyway, I like this episode number thirty-seven.
1: Great. <laughs> it's prime. It's a little scary, but also cool. Yeah. Like a witch.
0: Like a witch, which leads us to our topic. Does it? No. <laughs> uh, (laughs) But it's almost the new year Yeah Uh, 2018 is is, I don't know if it's bearing down upon us But it's approaching
1: Today, by the way, is Friday the 29th
0: Okay We're recording on Friday the 29th We're
1: recording on Friday the 29th We have two more days of 2017
0: So here we are uh, Coming to the end of 2017 A year which in many ways Perhaps wasn't the best year ever Uh, But 2018 is a new start
1: I'm kind of excited about 2018
0: Okay. How come?
1: I don't know. Yeah. I just am like ready for it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Boom. I mean, 2017 was a garbage can fire. <laughs> and I'm, I'm not
0: sad to see it go. Not one on which you were warming your hands on the cold night. No. It was just like, ooh, there's a tire that stinks. You know
1: what? If it's you're burning. warming your hands on a garbage can fire on a, on a cold night, it means bad things for you. True. So even the positive spin on garbage can fire is not all that great. Okay. I would, I would pause it. Anyway, I just feel like 2018 is good. Yeah. Just turned 36. As we've discovered, as we've discussed, I like 36. Right. Wipe the slate clean. Have good feelings about 36. So we're talking about new beginnings. Yeah. Yeah. New
0: starts starting over. Happy New Year, everybody. Yeah. I thought it'd be fun to play a warm-up that is kind of about new starts. Mm -hmm. In fact, it really is new starts in a given moment. New choices. New choice. So, can you explain the game New Choice? Yeah. For those so, of us who've never played before.
1: So, New Choice is a game where, we, I guess we'll do it in a little scene? Will we do it in a little scene?
0: Yeah, either a little scene or like a monologue or something. And
1: yeah, it, it, and anytime the signal is given, which might be a bell or a tone or somebody saying New Choice, the whoever spoke last has to replace whatever they just said with something else. And the New Choicer, the caller, can do that as many times as they want. And then when they stop, the person continues forward with whatever the last thing they said was becomes the truth of the scene going yeah. forward. And the and the other sort of iterations cease to exist. Here's what I want to do. Claim it. I'm gonna tell a personal story. I'll make it up, but it'll be in the first person. So okay. it's like a, here's here's something it, maybe it'll start true. And then anytime you want oh, yeah, nice. you can you'll 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 gong and I'll change what I just said. Okay. That's easier than a monologue I think. Great.
0: It's a little oh. story. Yeah. Okay. Where you get a suggestion for a character somehow or a topic mm-hmm. and then you do a monologue on that topic. And I new choice you. Great. And I'll use a little signal. If I want you to... to if I, Rather than saying new choice, mm-hmm. uh, I will use this sound. Okay. Yeah.
1: Great. Okay. So this story starts in Spain. My dad and I were driving through the countryside. And we had rented this little car. It was this little green car. And we had the best time. And there's a couple of moments that really... <laughs> It was a shitty, it was a shitty, shitty time. And I'll, it was a, you know, I, I can't even remember anything that happened. It was relatively neutral. You know, we'd get up, we'd drive, the countryside all sort of looked the same. Um, and so I, you know, one day sort of bled into the next. There was really nothing that stood out to me. But that probably makes you wonder why I'm telling you this story. So now I'm going to get to that part. At the end of the road trip, something very per- peculiar happened. Uh, and that is that we were stopped at a... Uh, a street like a traffic light and we were stopped at a, at the edge of a cliff we drove we were stopped at a we we stopped suddenly because we ran out of gas and we were on our way into a city um and and we just the car just like like just stopped we pulled over to the side and we're sitting there it's a it's a road on the way into a city but there was not a lot of traffic there there was not a lot of people coming in that way i guess or it was like a holiday week so it was relatively quiet. And so we got out of the car and we sat on this little rock that was nearby, leaned against a, a signpost, and waited to see if somebody would come by and get us. And we, and we, uh, and, and, and we fucking, and we got high together. So I pull out this little bag of weed that I was carrying with me. It was hash because it's Spain and they, drink, they smoke hash. Um, sometimes Is what I had. And so I, so I was like, Dad, what do you say? And he was like, So I was like, Dad, this is for me. You can do whatever you want, but I'm going to smoke this. I was like, Dad, you're getting high, and I'm going to watch you. And so he got high. And it was actually one of the most wonderful moments that my dad and I have ever spent together. Because once he got high... He, we just were la- like finding the most delightful little details really, really amusing. There was this one moment that I remember we were looking at the this shape, the shadow of the rocks cast on the ground in the way that the sun was setting. And it, lo- it looked like a Muppet. And so it looked like a hippo. And so it looked like a, it looked like a, a it looked, it looked like me. The shadow of the rock. Okay, and see. <laughs> oh, we can
0: stop there. I love the short circuits that come up. Yeah. Like you can see the the lights flashing in the computer. and, Yeah, so that's a... Uh...
1: That's new choice. That's a new choice. Do you want to do one? I want to play a little bit. All right.
0: All right. Can I have a, a profession? Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> can I have a... <laughs> you want me to do a new choice? Yeah, music? I do. I don't want uh, a profession. Okay. Can I have an emotional state? I'd like uh, a flavor.
1: Butterscotch.
0: Mm. <laughs> Every Christmas, my grandmother would bring us to her house, but we wouldn't go on Christmas Day. We, would, we wouldn't go on Christmas Day. <laughs> we wouldn't go before Christmas Day.
1: <laughs> oh, no. I pushed the wrong button on the phone. <laughs> uh, uh, Sorry. Can't, can't, can't go. We, we would
0: sleep at her house so that we could be there on Christmas morning. And we would come down the stairs in our little uh, onesie pajamas. Uh, we would slide down the stairs on a piece of a box, cardboard box that we had placed at the top. We would um, tumble down the stairs with like big padded sumo seats. We would um, stand at the top of the steps and announce our arrival with great fanfare. And Grandma would say, Come, children, Christmas has begun. And so we would come downstairs. And our stockings would be hanging over the fireplace. And every year, uh, in our stockings, there were a few things. One was an orange that would be stuck. One was a a dead mouse that would be... One was um, a matchbox car that... One was uh, some tobacco. One was uh, a piece of coal. One one thing that she said before you open your stocking is... So. Little did we know that <laughs> hidden behind each stocking, underneath the mantle, was a secret code. <laughs> <laughs>
1: wow. <laughs> oh, Grandma, she really
0: got into it. Grandma. I like that she would stand at the top of the stairs. Anyway.
1: You would stand at the top of the stairs? Anyway. Oh, well, that's, that's right. your arrival.
0: announced with it's great fanfare. Yeah. So that's a New Choice.
1: Yeah.
0: I love the... It's a great way to get to new ideas because you kind of short-circuit any planning Mode that that goes in.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, so, do you do you do New Year's resolutions?
0: You know, I used to in the past, and I kind of do them lightly. Like, what I did for a while was I chose a word for the year, mm-hmm. like a theme. And there was one year where I chose bold. I think that mm. was the year that I decided to move to California.
1: Oh, actually, way to go!
0: Yeah. I liked that. I haven't done that in a while. I've more often focused on the retrospective of what happened in the previous year mm. rather than looking forward to the new year. Yeah. Do you? No. Have you, you haven't done resolutions? No. Any particular reason why?
1: I. It's funny because I... Well, I guess, I guess because I have this feeling like if you want to make a change, make a change anytime you need to make a change. Like, why are we waiting for New Year's? You don't need to, yeah. Why Why is that the t- Like, that's not a special time. If I'm not living the way, you know. However, there is something to be said for, it's a boundary. It's like a threshold and we mm-hmm. we cross it. And so uh, it's a nice opportunity to look, to see. I guess that's the thing. It's a nice opportunity to look to see if there is a change that you want to make in the way that you're living your life.
0: Yeah, it's like an arbitrary invitation to ritual. Yeah. Right? Like, okay, so here, oh, one, one. Speaking of numbers, right, like we were yeah. earlier, like, okay, we're at 1-1, one, one, which is the start.
1: Oh, that's so funny. I never thought about the number thing. So yeah.
0: so here we go. Yeah. Re- we reset, the the odometer rolls over. Right. But yeah, it's totally arbitrary. Why don't we do it every day?
1: Well, or just like when you notice something that you'd like to be different, yeah. that, can be, that can be the time that you make it different.
0: You gave me, I think it was for Christmas a couple of years ago, you gave me a gift that I really loved, which was... Um,
1: I think think about the beginnings of stories, right? Yeah, it was a
0: little Tile. Uh, electric plate or a plate for a light switch that said something to the effect of every day is a new story. Yeah. Or every day is a chance for it to start a new story. Yeah. And I love that. Yeah. Because you wake up, open literally open your eyes, and something new is starting. And here's a chance to bring new characters in or... To bring old characters back, or,
1: or to make a new different choice, to make a new which choice, which I feel like is the that's the hard part is yeah. to make a choice that is outside of your habitual choice making, right. right? And I think that that sometimes there's the feeling like, well, right, because of the discomfort of doing that, it's like I'll wait for this momentous thing, and it's like, well, it could be, it, I think it's a simpler thing.
0: I just I think improv opens our eyes to that possibility, Mm -hmm. right? So we've talked a lot on the podcast about changing our defaults, noticing patterns and breaking them. Yeah. And it's this playful invitation to say, try something new. Try something new. See what else you can learn. Where else can you grow?
1: There's also something really lovely that I love that I've gotten from improv, which is Tim Orr has said this before shows. He'll like gather the cast and the crew and say, well, we might be about to do the best show of our lives. Hmm. And we also might be about to do the worst show of our lives, <laughs> right? Like yeah. this could be, this it couldn't tonight. Now could be the 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 show that really. This is the one. Yeah, it could be, or it could not be. It could be a. It could make history in the in the bad direction. But what I love about that is like it always might be now.
0: Hmm. And, and I think that's cool. And it's always going to be new.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: Right. I mean, you all almost. Every show where you guys perform and then there's a talk back. So usually the first weekend of the month, you do a and a afterwards and somebody will say, do you bring back characters from previous weeks? And, yeah. you know, the answer is always no, we wouldn't want to. Right. Because it takes the delight out of it.
1: Yeah. It's actually also kind of harder. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Be- harder because you have to remember.
1: Yeah, because then you got to figure out how this person fit. Like, mm-hmm. if my job is just to react to what's going on, then that's... Yeah. I can. That's one step. Yeah. But if it's like, see if you can shoehorn. You can't honor the story and bring back a character right. from another story at the same time. So you gotta balance those things.
0: So, so that, that improvisational, way of being, it heightens the awareness and embodiment that this moment is always new. Mm-hmm. Which is actually true all the time.
1: Yeah, I guess it's a really clear. It's a really clear representation of that. As that, we, we are, we always have a new, there's always a new scene starting.
0: Snaps that reality into relief.
1: Yeah. And not only, not only there's always a new show, but there's new scenes within the show yeah that even if your last one was shitty, it's like, well, here we are. Yeah. We got a, we got a new scene to do and this one could be amazing. Yeah. So get ready to be here for it.
0: I love as a, a lighting improviser. So in the last couple of years I started doing lighting for shows for you all. Um, I love that. I get some input on when is it time to start something new. Like, mm-hmm. mm, yeah, I think this one has come to its close. Lights down, boom. Yeah. And now we're onto something different.
1: Yeah. Or I think there's something a little bit le- else left in here. That's right. Yeah.
0: It seems like there's more, but the, that feeling of uh, it—it's almost like a squeegee, like just across mm-hmm. the stage. Lights come up, and now we're in a new space. Yeah. It's really a fun, fun little bit of magic. Yeah. That happens.
1: Yeah, and a whole new world will be built. In right. the next scene. Yeah. It's really cool.
0: And sometimes it's really hard to create a new scene. Like they're what what do you call it? Priming? Is the imprinting? Imprinting. Yeah. What, so same, what is imprinting in improv?
1: Like when a theme or a type of relationship keeps coming back from scene to scene to scene. So in a we'll, particular night. Yeah. So we'll end a theater sports first half and be like, oh, wow, there was a lot of adultery in that half. Or there was a lot of father-son stuff in yeah. that half. Or there was a lot of, you know, um, a lot of death. Yeah. People kept dying. And it's not because we're trying to. It's just that that enters your brain and then that's what right. gets activated easily. And so that option becomes a,
0: a, a more likely choice. Yeah. So staying fresh in a given moment is challenging. Like,
1: That's actually also a really interesting thing to look at where I might be imprinting in life. Like where, hmm. where, does, where, where it's like, well, this choice has been made before, so it's easy to make this choice again. Or who am I hanging out with and why does... So that suggests yep. these very particular
0: patterns. Such a It's just getting to this balance in us of I want things that are familiar and comfortable and intimate and predictable and safe. And I want things that are new and curious and stimulating dynamic, and stimulating.
1: adventurous, yeah. and yeah, yeah,
0: but i like I like the the way that improv puts us in in touch with this reality of freshness, yeah, it brings it up, brings it to the surface, like nope, this is the way it really is, yeah, and you sharpen your spontaneity skills, and you can enjoy that more uh-huh. and inhabit that more
1: and I guess there's also the yeah, right, that's the spontaneity skills there there's a Something to be said for the way that improv sharpens your follow a whim skill, mm-hmm. which is maybe spontaneity skills. But it but it but it it further reinforces this idea that well, when I have an idea that I'd like something to be different in my life, I can do that now.
0: Sure, make it happen.
1: Yeah, although I do I will say, I think in the past maybe on birthdays I've done a thing where it's like, okay, what is thirty three about for me? Hmm. What's thirty four about for me? So my ages rather than.
0: Mm-hmm. Rather than the new year
1: 2017, 2018.
0: Okay. I, li- I liked this topic also because it seemed to me that in mindfulness, there's just a similar invitation to the freshness of the moment, mm. right? So, the very first practice of trying to hang out with your breath, experience the breath, every time you breathe, it's a new moment. Mm. And every time you that you're, start every now. time your mind wanders, yeah, you can start again. And yeah. that's the constant invitation is come back, come back, come back. Bring your presence back. Bring your attention back. Yeah. And you know you're going to wander off. Yeah. And so then here's another chance to start yeah. again.
1: So those are all just opportunities. Yeah. Uh, what is your relationship to this New Year's? Like to to 2018? Does it feel like, a, is there something new? Is there some new choice or theme or idea or what's up for you personally now
0: it's interesting i think right now i'm wanting to continue the work i've been doing this year yeah about clarifying my sense of purpose being ready for a relationship yeah being open to to new possibility I'm, i am wanting to root a little bit more mm-hmm. like, like i've been nest yeah i've been trapped well not necessarily nest but like Experience this place. Uh, so to hang out at home and in the Bay Area more than traveling as much as I've been traveling. Yeah. Uh, and partly I was happy to commit to teaching a class in the winter quarter and a class in spring quarter. So because it keeps I, knew, you here. I knew I had to keep coming back for that stretch of time that I'm yeah. teaching those courses. But no, I, I don't particularly have any resolutions in mind. I'd like to think of a word, a theme word mm-hmm. for the year. Maybe it's release mm. or surrender or, you know, we were just having a conversation before the podcast about my relationship to control. So maybe it's something about loosening that up.
1: Mm-hmm. and
0: Getting crazy. <laughs> Whoa. Watch out, everybody. The headlines Whoa. are going to Yeah, Who knows what you'll see.
1: Otherwise mild-mannered Daily City Man goes on rampage.
0: Yeah, I don't know what my rampage would look like.
1: Robin Banks
0: knocking over some tofu at Whole Foods.
1: <laughs> There's a mess in aisle
0: four. Sir, was that you? Yes. 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 I'm sorry. I, I went on a rampage.
1: I went on a rampage.
0: Are you aware that that was soft tofu? Oh, I'm so sorry. The
1: bag of veggie chips has been misplaced. <laughs>
0: You put the six-ounce size on the four-ounce shelf. I know, it's really
1: awful. I'm so sorry. I'm exploring my reckless side.
0: How about you? Do you have any resolutions?
1: A couple things come to me. One of them is, it's 2018, which means we have an opportunity to take back the House and the Senate. Mm. And I will be sad if we don't do that and I didn't do anything to help it happen. Mm -hmm. I will be sad if, you know, if it doesn't happen either way, but but if it... But I'd like to be a part of whatever goes down. Yeah, so provide you know, lend mm-hmm. my my hours and dollars and mm-hmm. and and time to making something happen. Uh, so maybe action is the.
0: Ooh, that's a good word.
1: Uh, like take act, take some action. That's really that that looms pretty large for me. Mm-hmm. Just the political situation, and mm-hmm. and I'm really aware because of the things that have happened this year. That when we make a stink, things do, when people, when people, when humanity makes a stink, things do change. Mm. And I got to be part of the stink. Yeah. If I'm not happy with what's going on, which I'm not. So
0: rise up. I just
1: want to keep that. I want to keep that focus pretty sharp. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I like, like the things that I have wanted to do, like I want to be exercising more often and I have begun doing that. And so I'd like to keep doing that, you know but there's nothing, there's nothing, there's no sort of, all right, now it's a, now it's a new day. Mm-hmm. Now is a special opportunity. Cause I'm like, well, I think that every day is a special opportunity.
0: Right. <laughs> well, I have, it
1: counts just as much on a random Tuesday as it does on new year's day.
0: Yeah. So there, there, are, this is interesting to balance that out with momentous things happening. Yeah. Right. Right. So I've been, I've been working on a book based on what we've talked about on the podcast. So this intersection of mindfulness and improvisation. And my hope is to publish that book this year. Mm. Well that that would be a big thing. I've never published a book before. My mom has published several books. Yeah. Which I always was impressed by and uh thankful for, you know, like hey my mom wrote a book. Yeah. Um so that would be a new and and that would be a new thing, A, to accomplish that, but also B to then have it ripple out into the world, yeah. and then change my life as people respond to it, mm-hmm. or our lives as people respond to it. Who knows what what will be the outcomes for those from that? Yeah. So I, th- I th- there's something about everyday newness, and there's also something about you drop a big stone in a pond, and it has ripples that are different from other ripples. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah. Yeah, I guess my point is, like, you don't need to wait to, for January 1st to start working on that.
0: True. You God, know what I
1: mean? Like, I to, start in, to start that and to start that. And the externally imposed time frame of a year, the, like, well, here's a, a section of time that we have all agreed on is is one unit of time. Right. It is nice for organizing principles and being like, all right, in this next unit of time, I would like this book to be published. Yeah. And it gives you something to, to run toward, you know, to drive toward and work right. for and... Yeah. And I like that. I think that it also provides a little bit of urgency. So it's not like, I'll do it someday, whatever. Right, Deadlines help. It's like, no, I'm going to do it mm-hmm. in 2018.
0: Mm-hmm. It's definitely helped push me to say, I want a draft of this thing by the end of 2017.
1: Yeah, right. Like, here's a here's a, a boundary. And, and all sorts of boundaries work, right? It's like, I've got a vacation coming up. I want to be done with this thing by the time I go. Mm-hmm. By the time I leave. By the time I whatever, you know.
0: That makes sense. Mm-hmm.
1: I just like what you said about about improv being a really clear manifestation of starting new all the time. Mm -hmm. And that makes me ask, so what does the improviser need to be good at in order to do that? Because you can be better or worse at that. Mm -hmm. And you can get in like a poopy pants mood... In a show and then all of your scenes are hard and you're not well and you're not good at at allowing the new start to really be a new start. Mm -hmm. But there's a couple of so there's like a couple of things. And I think it gets down to presence. Right. Is that we we need to be able to be present. So we're responding to what is in front of me right now. Yeah. As opposed to how that last scene didn't go.
0: Yeah. It's also as we've talked about before how we relate to change has a big impact on it. So yeah, are we. Holding on or not wanting something to be different from how it was because we really liked it,
1: right? Or, or we were really used to it. Or we were, even if we didn't like it, we right. were really used we were to, really it. to it. We were really
0: accustomed to it. It was familiar. Or are we really wanting something to be different than how right. it is? So we're trying to make it change.
1: Yeah, and so the so practicing that place of openness and unattachment of like, well, I'm here to see what it is, and that means that if things change, well, I'll be there to see what that is, mm-hmm. and that that. Really honing that receptive posture, mm-hmm. receptive and and responsive.
0: It's be- a beginner's mind. Yeah, There's, yeah. It sort of leaps to the fore. Yeah. When you're when we're in that mode, we're seeing different things. We're, I think, we're more humble. Uh huh. Sometimes it's more frustrating. Like, geez, do I have to start over again? Really? Am I?
1: Like with what? What are you thinking?
0: <laughs> As I said that, I was thinking about dating. Ah, uh, yeah. Like. Okay, back to square one. Yeah. What if I hadn't ever done this before? How would I want to do this, or how do I want to present myself, or how do I meet somebody new, or you know that kind of thing? Uh, trying it out, meeting somebody, and then having it fall apart for whatever reason. Right. Like, oh, there's a, there's a frustration sometimes in having to go back to square one.
1: Right, because of your desire for the, well, so it's interesting even the way you say that. Going back to square one, like I don't believe that's what's happening.
0: Or it's more like, yeah, it's more of like more a spiral, right? Or coming back yeah, around. Yeah, like more like this or...
1: feels familiar, but you are a different person than sure. you were last time you were sure. here because you've had these exp- this experience, even if it's just a date, yeah, a good date and a shitty date, or a couple good dates and then for some reason it didn't work out, or you know whatever it is, you've you you are armed with different experience, yeah, and it's not the reality that you want it to be, but that doesn't mean you're back where you were before.
0: Do we have we ever talked about Andy Goldsworthy on the podcast? I don't know. Do you know, you know who he is? Does he make art? He does. He makes... Uh, like land, like natural... Land-based art, natural art. So he yeah. uses uh, Rocks sticks and, and, and branches and leaves and, yeah. and, and makes these incredible patterns and colors. And he also uses time and flow a lot. So he'll make a, a, a cairn of stones and watch it dissolve over the course of the winter as the ice gets into it and breaks it apart. And cool. He'll take photos of it over time so you watch it kind of decompose, right? Mm. Um, lovely. Or he'll put himself on the ground as it starts to rain and this then get up and you see his negative shadow on the ground yeah. where it's still dry. But there's a film that he did, a documentary about him called Rivers and Tides. Aww. And in it, he's building this cairn of stones yeah. on a beach and it's carefully balanced, carefully balanced and it keeps falling. Like he gets it built a certain level and then poof, it collapses. Yeah. And he comes back and he builds it and it collapses. And he's rushing against the tide that's coming in. But after the third or fourth time that it falls, you watch him and he's clearly disappointed. Yeah. His shoulders kind of slump. And then he explains to the guy who's interviewing him, he says, Well, you know, each time I understand a little bit more about the stones. And so I get a little bit further. And then he, he's, he takes a breath. He says, clearly, I don't understand the stones enough.
1: Yeah.
0: Right. So then he, but he, he comes back and he starts anew. And I always found that moment so inspirational because it's not clearly, that he's carefree. Clearly, I don't understand carefree. the stones enough. Yeah. He's bummed. Right. And yet he's still going to have the willpower to start again and to recognize I've learned a little bit more. And I haven't I, learned enough. I, can, I haven't learned enough yet. Yeah. So I'm going to keep coming back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's such a cool moment and
1: yeah there's something so lovely about and i think this comes back to our our that interplay between aspiration and acceptance mm-hmm. of there's something so lovely about i'm disappointed that this isn't already done but i get that i i can't have done it i can't have done it yet right i don't understand enough yet so i get that i'm part of a larger story than i thought i was i wish it were a shorter story mm-hmm. like i wish that this were that i had already gotten there mm-hmm. but i you know so so it's Right, it's not free of expectation or desire, but it, but that, that expectation or desire is coupled with a really healthy mindset about where you are, yeah. which is cool, like recognizing there is a reason why you, you haven't finished it yet. A
0: vision for yeah for where you are. We might be in the context of a larger story. Yeah, and then there's a also larger trajectory that that um, fierceness or propulsion to say I'm gonna get back up uh-huh. as resilience, right? Like yeah, okay. That didn't go right. That that thing I started got broken. Okay, let me start again. Here's another here's a new opportunity. Mm-hmm. And so reminds me of design thinking, mm-hmm. which you teach a lot of, right? Yeah. Where you like try a prototype,
1: see how it goes, get yeah. information,
0: get feedback. And, and almost expecting that it's not yeah. gonna work.
1: Yeah.
0: Or it's not gonna be a hundred percent. So you're on the lookout for okay, what information can we get? And then we try it again. Yeah. Try it again. Try it anew. It's, yeah, again, we're resetting defaults. Like, I wish that could be my across-the-board response to when things don't go right. Right. We talked about the very first episode, relationship to failure. Yes. You know, get back up. Yeah. But, oh, do I want it to be, I just want to have the ability from the beginning. I don't want to have to work.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I don't have to mess up on the way. I
0: want to be a master blues guitarist.
1: Yeah, now. Now. Right. Right.
0: I have to do scales,
1: what?
0: Yeah. I don't have time to do scales. I don't have time to sit there for five hours a day. Yeah. Yeah.
1: There's something that I love about the design thinking, which is the idea that you go try something in order to test a central tenet of that thing. So it's like you're looking for the holes. It's not just expecting it to fail. It's like... Seeking the failure, mm-hmm. like if I haven't failed yet, I've not pushed this thing hard enough. I haven't, if I haven't broken it, then I haven't learned anything about it. Mm-hmm. And that just got lucky. Yeah, right. well, it's like I have nothing has changed. I haven't learned anything. I thought that this might be it, and it is. Well, great. There's, we are in yeah. no different place than before. We've con- we've confirmed something, but w- with regards to sort of product development or strategy or you know design design. Um, there's something so lovely about like, I'm going to go out and I'm going to try this in as many different possible, like, possible scenarios or, or situations to find out where it doesn't work. Mm-hmm. So you're really treating the failure as information, the failure of the thing or of the idea as like, aha, great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it's much harder to do when it's mapped onto your own personal desires or wants or light, you know, life identity. choices, identity. Yep. Yeah, exactly. But I kind of love that idea. I love that idea. Of going out and, and hunting for the plate, Hunting for the cracks in mm-hmm. this I don't know how that applies necessarily to like Dating for instance or Situations in
0: Well I think with dating it could be like Well let me Let me try out A different Like am I willing to tell this story Am I willing to share this about myself early mm-hmm. on Am I
1: willing to ask to, to ask somebody out in this way In this way right, right. Like how bold Like well be be as bold as you can be.
0: And if it fails, uh, there's information. Yeah. Where I run into trouble with that and, and I wish everybody were on the same page is that right. often you can't get the feedback. You know, so the like, only
1: feedback is it's no longer it's no longer happening. I don't happening. do this anymore. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> well,
0: like can you I'm not going to try to convince you to keep going, but Just can tell you me why you left? Give me tell me where the holes are. Yeah. So I can plug them or change them yeah, or yeah, you know, yeah. but if the other person's unwilling then I suppose
1: It's also hard because like different people respond different differently to different things. That's right. So it's like how do you how and, do you generalize from this user?
0: And you can do some of that reflection on your own, but there's nothing like an outside set of eyes looking like, you at No, actually when you when you told me that story about, you know whatever whatever your religious beliefs, I just realized it wasn't a good fit. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Hmm, maybe I need to either explain that differently or not say that so early on. Yeah.
1: Or recognize that it wasn't,
0: uh, that it wasn't a good fit. Oh, that it wasn't a good fit. Right,
1: <laughs> right. right. If the feedback is yes. you said this thing that is true for you, and yes. I didn't like it, and it's not going to work, then that's it. Yeah. That's, that's that's what that's what it is.
0: I, I'm digging the notion of seeking out the failures in order to come back with something new. Yeah, a new try. You know. Well,
1: I mean, I guess the the thing is. In situations where you can't come back to the same person with a new try, you come back the next time with a new try. Right. You know, and people are different, of course, but patterns emerge.
0: Do you have anything new on your horizon that's coming up? Any new starts? I've got a big one, which is we're about to introduce a new Monster Baby podcast. Oh, yeah. Into the Ted and Lisa circle. A pod kitten. A pod kitten. Yeah. Uh, I'm getting a kitten from Philadelphia, mm-hmm. which is from the same breeder where I got Luna, my current cat. So when I go back east to see my family, I'm going to go drive down to Philadelphia, pick up this cat and fly home with her.
1: Oh, girl cat, right? little girl cat. Yeah.
0: Uh, don't know her name yet. Might put a little poll on the Monster Baby Podcast Facebook page. Oh. See if one people want to suggest names. Cool. But, um,
1: I love the idea. I think about 63 people like that page right now. <laughs> I actually think that. So if you're listening, you could really up our stats there. <laughs> <laughs> go, go like the page. Yeah. And
0: take part in the poll on the Monster yeah. Baby Podkitten yes. uh, naming process. But I'm recognizing this is going to be a big, big shift in my little home front.
1: I mean, it's going to be a big shift. I don't know how was, big a shift no, it's okay, going to be. It's, it's like not, not, like a a like, yeah, not like I'm having a child. are like, you know.
0: But the balance of
1: it Luna, will be different. Luna.
0: my current cat, and I have. We, we've we got our, our rapport. <laughs> we've, got, <laughs> we've got our rhythms. Yes. <laughs> we know how to deal with each other. And here's going to come in this little creature who's going to be uh, a wild card. Yeah. Which I'm excited for.
1: Yeah.
0: A little out of control, perhaps.
1: Perhaps. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, befriend befriend the chaos.
0: We well, you have to befriend the chaos. Both
1: you and Luna are going to learn to befriend the chaos. Yeah. I, I
0: hope I can do better than Luna. <laughs> or we all just sit on the side of the couch Growling. And go, rrr, <laughs> rrr. <laughs> no.
1: Could
0: have a better relationship than that. New choice. Ding! Maybe I could play New Choice with Luna. You could try. She says something... She says something unfortunate to the kitten. I'll just... Yeah, try again, Luna.
1: Yeah.
0: That's my big new thing coming up. That's exciting. And that I'm teaching a class at Stanford. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. First.
0: Called Playful Mindfulness. Yeah. So that'll be right up this alley as well.
1: That's so cool. That's winter quarter, right? That's winter quarter. That's January to March. Yeah. 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 That's so great. That's so great. I'm trying to think about if there's anything new that's happening this year that will. Oh, I'm going to a clown training program in August. Oh. Which I'm really excited about. I'm really excited about it. It's in Toronto at a place called the Manitoulin Conservatory for Creation and Performance or something like that. And with a clown that I met a couple years ago, two years ago, two and a half years ago, named John Turner. And I just loved him and I'm like really ready to kind of dig into a discipline and really train and do some some work that is outside of improv per se. Yeah,
0: what do you think that's going to give you or bring you?
1: I don't know yet. Don't know. I just Mm -hmm. want to work on something Love it. like I'm just excited about about working with somebody that I trust and I really don't know. I don't have designs on. This is how I would like this Mm -hmm. training to benefit my practice. It's like I just want to go try. I want to go learn and I trust that it will. Mm -hmm. I don't know how I don't know how, but I also sort of uh, just I think I'm on a clowning kick right now. I just think clowning is awesome.
0: Say what clowning is in case people don't know.
1: I don't know what it is. I don't know how to say what it is. <laughs> but here's what but my experience of it or rather like like the function of a clown is when I have seen clowns show up in various different settings, right? Like there are always these there's these clown characters in Shakespeare, there's the more traditional sort of circus clowns, yeah. there's rodeo clowns, there's like these different clowns. I
0: think of clowns going to hospitals with children.
1: Hospital clowns, yeah. And and in all of those settings, their job is to connect, really connect with the audience on a human level. So, except for maybe rodeo clowns, whose job is to save the lives of the cowboys who are scrambling for their lives to get out of the pen, but but the but like circus clowns and Cirque du Soleil clowns and these like who will play sort of interstitial roles are there to kind of like hook the audience on a on a very basic human level, and so it seems like the number one skill of a clown is to connect. Mm. Which means they are sort of raw in their emotionality and their in-touchness with their own impulse and their feelings. And I love that. And I so I sort of want more of that.
0: I think of them as being very physical, too. Yeah. Like all that impulse gets because physicalized. Because it's not a
1: verbal, because it's not a super verbal. Right. Not to say that some clowns aren't verbal, but but it's a very physical, emotional thing. Yeah. So it's like... I think really great clowns can connect with people across languages Mm -hmm. and cultures because it boils down to something more fundamental than that. And and that's what I'm, that's what I'm attracted to Mm -hmm. in the study of clowning is like figuring out where that lives and how to connect to it. And it seems really exciting. And
0: the people I know who are improvisers who have done clown training have a great physicality on stage. Mm -hmm. Their bodies are more elastic. Yeah. They have a wider range of the voices and the faces they make. Yeah. And so I'm kind of picturing you coming back from this training and like coming on stage doing somersaults and <sighs> an elongating like plastic lady. Who's the invisible? In- is it the Invisibles? No, what, what's the, the Incredibles? Pixar Incredibles? Yeah, the Invisibles. The Invisibles now. The Incredibles. What's her name? The mother. I don't know. Anyway, she's like just this the all elastic? stretchy elastic girl. Ela-
1: I have no idea. Yeah, anyway. I don't
0: think I ever saw that movie. I, I feel like... You never saw The Incredibles? I don't think so. <gasps> it's delightful. Yeah. Uh, in any case, I imagine you coming out. So he's like rolling and there's like morphing and like, ooh, now I'm this person. I'm like a spider or a, an octopus. Who knows?
1: Yeah. <laughs> who knows? Okay.
0: I Related side note. I just saw a video of an octopus, <gasps> like a three-foot yeah. octopus. Yeah. Squeezing Escaping through a hole in a boat, through a tiny little fil- hole on the side of a boat.
1: Yes, I've seen that. It's insane.
0: Unbelievable.
1: Octopus, uh, octopuses. Octopi. Either way, <laughs> for the record, are phenomenal creatures. Yeah. Crazy, intelligent, playful, affectionate, so star- like so smart and resourceful. Yeah. Like I think octopuses are so so cool.
0: There are some who say that they are like. More involved than we are. I, yeah. Really? Yeah. And they have no spine. They've got no bones. Spineless. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. They're
1: cowards. (laughs) I know, they got no bones. They can squeeze through tiny, tiny places. They can walk on their little tentacles. They're just like amazing. They They can change colors. uh,
0: Yeah, completely camouflage some of them. They're incredible. Ridiculous. Toys, they
1: can use tools. I mean, it's just, I think they're so. Say toys? They play with toys.
0: Like what toys?
1: Like, I took a tour of the California Academy of Sciences once. Okay. It's like they like having stuff to figure out. Huh. So putting like things in their tanks that they can sort of climb in and out of, and f- they have to go work to get their food and stuff. They like it.
0: Huh. you ever try playing Dungeons and Dragons with them?
1: Yeah, they're great. <laughs> but the problem is, they're doing like eight things at one time, so you're <laughs> like, can never quite be sure. <laughs> Uh, you never quite be sure what's happening. They
0: just monopolize all the weapons. They do. <laughs> <It was laughs> they battle axe, yeah. Hand sword. Yeah, right. Okay. Um. Hmm. How did we get on? Yeah, the when I
1: played, when I played with an octopus, he was a mage.
0: Oh. <laughs> uh huh. Mage. Yeah. Mage. That <laughs> works. Uh, Is that a word? That's a word. I think that's a word. Yeah, when I played Dungeons and Dragons, you have like. Strength points and intelligence points. You also had charisma points. Oh, really? I always wanted. I always wanted my characters to have lots of charisma. Yeah. I'm not sure exactly what good that does. <laughs> <laughs> but whenever
1: then, we've discussed what what I would contribute to like an apocalypse team, it's always like morale.
0: <laughs> what's an apocalypse team?
1: You know, like the your people post like post-apocalypse. You got to survive in the wild. Oh. All the infrastructure is down. So
0: you're like a cheerleader without a skirt. That's what you're saying.
1: Yeah, I like keep the I keep everybody <laughs> feeling good. Yeah, it's like I keep we're playing some games. We're gonna, we're, okay. it's good. I'm gonna. You're bring right. You ready to go back out and face the zombies? Team, team unity, team pep yeah, talks, team morale. Pre-zombie pep talk. Yeah, I also know how to build a fire.
0: Well, that's good. Yeah, yeah, I think your camp skills would come in handy. I think So too. I'm not sure. I'm exactly, pretty hardy. I'm not sure what I'd add to a post-apocalyptic team.
1: You know, just make sure everyone's paying attention, noticing yeah. what they need, tune in. Are we
0: out? Can we just take a breath? Can for we take a, a breath
1: for a moment? <laughs> Listen, before we go off trying to kill that dog for meat, can we just, let's just reflect and be just thankful. Tune,
0: let's tune in. I could lead a prayer and any ceremonies or rituals that needed to happen. Which would
1: be, you know, and probably we would have to create new ceremonies and rituals because right. all of, you know.
0: Okay, I'm going to bring it full circle. If we come back to standing around the trash can with a fire in it, uh-huh. we could lead a fire ceremony. That's right. I, I'm If I'm on your apocalypse team, our fire ceremonies... <laughs> Out of, out of control. They're going to be... Out, uh, well, well I mean, be controlled.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Nicely controlled. Very controlled. But resilient and yes. inspiring. <laughs> and intentional. Yeah.
1: We'll create some intentional space oh, for boy. a really good garbage can fire ceremony. <laughs> if we were to be in a situation where we would need apocalypse teams, it would mean that we were at the beginning of a new era.
0: That would require require a lot of letting go.
1: Which is what we are now.
0: Wow, the beginning a, of a new era. It's a new moment.
1: It's going gonna, gonna to be 2018. It's never it's, been that before.
0: It's a chance to start a new story. That's right. Lisa, I hope that you have a spectacular, delightful, engaging uh, filled with new learning and hope 2018. That's my wish for your 2018.
1: Thanks. I hope you have a 2018 that is that invites you to new heights, Mm. and is a lesson in boldness, optimism, and release.
0: Boldness, optimism, and release. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I like it.
1: Let let the wave take you.
0: Okay. Surf's up. I I hope
1: a big wave comes, and I hope you let it take you.
0: Ooh. I like that. Yeah. Mahalo dude. Mahalo. Dude. <laughs> uh, right on. Cool. Uh, I think we're, think we're at the end. All
1: right. Well uh, thanks for listening everybody. Yeah. As always really cool that you're listening. Super cool. Yo shout out to Allison Inconstanti. I believe that's how you say your name Allison who just started listening and maybe you're listening now and it's so so cool that you are. Allison. Yeah she's in LA. I met her at, Win- at Winterfest.
0: Allison delight to have you on board. Yeah pleased that you're here. Shout out to you. Yo, yo. Check it out. All right, we're going to kick
1: it. So go Happy New Year. Hope you party your little butts off.
0: And uh, start something new. Yep. Everyday new story. Adios. Goodbye. here we are we're wrapping this thing up there was pulling it all together
1: uh Ted what, what did you what do what do you take away from that conversation what did you learn what became clear what was new territory for you
0: one of the things I'm sitting with is this notion of how easy it is to say and even to feel to get a taste of the delight of a new start right so just wipe the slate clean here we go can start over and at the same time there are these echoes these threads that that run through that it's it's not so easy to actually let go sometimes we either we want to carry lessons through from what came before or there are there's baggage that we're carrying and i'm just keenly aware of that balance Mm -hmm. and so that image of the spiral like oh, shoot, I feel like I'm stuck in the same place. But no, I've actually grown. Yeah. So the baggage might look a little different. Maybe i let some things go, but now I'm aware that there's other things I'm carrying. Right. So as I face a new choice or a new moment, a new start, a new year, there's also some element of, okay, let me take stock on what am I still trailing behind me? Oh, that's interesting. What can I let go of? Yeah. What am I going to have to carry through this year? So it's not completely fresh. I'm not completely light. But I also, some things I want to be tethered to. Yeah. Whether it's my principles or values or relationships or yeah. place.
1: But be conscious about what you're carrying so that you That's know right. that you're not carrying dead weight. That's right. Yeah.
0: So I'm, I'm thinking about that a lot. That I like the, the freshness and vitality of completely new start, but mm, I don't know that that quite happens. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. How about you? Right, right. The idea that really what a new year gives us is an opportunity to look with different eyes at the same shit. Nice. And that we... That maybe the secret to being able to make different choices more easily, more often, is a reminder to look at stuff in the same way that we reflect at New yep. Year. So whatever whatever it takes to do that, whether that's going to a particular place or or just being intentional about kind of like noticing your patterns or taking stock or yeah. looking back and looking forward and deciding how you want to keep moving forward, and that we can do that at any time. Sure, there, we, there doesn't need to be a sanctioned. An externally sanctioned time for the time that we are allowed to make changes, or the time that it makes sense for us to make changes, but we have to remember that that is an available option to Hmm. us, Hmm. and that any day is a good day to make it happen. That makes sense. It doesn't need to be a special day, and in fact, I think in some ways, if you think about New Year's, is like okay, now is when I make my big changes, it almost feels destined to fail. But if it's like, well, no, on this day that I open my eyes, I'm going to make a choice that is a little bit better than the choice I made yesterday yeah. Yeah. with regards to this thing. Yeah. And like, that's how changes are made. And we always have that uh, thought, that, that available to us. Yeah, so the, the myth of the new year, new, new you. It's like bullshit. Mm-hmm. It's, not, it's not a new you. You're the same you you were yesterday. You know, and that every day we can just be like, oh, today...
0: Little tweak. Little tweak. Yeah. Just a little tweak. Over the course of time. Yeah. Yeah, I like that.
1: Over the course of time, things things slowly change if you want them to.
0: It's neat the way this conversation included so many of our previous themes, too. Mm-hmm. So we had relationship to failure, we had Acceptance curiosity. versus aspiration. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah. and a lot of those showed up, presence. So this seems to be a, a particularly catch-all Theme mm-hmm. for the intersection between mindfulness and improv. It's yeah, cool. Bringing a lot in. So,
1: all right, we're gonna let you go now, but we have a couple of pieces of business for you, dear listeners. Invitations. Yeah.
0: One, uh, as we mentioned, if you want to go to the Facebook page and like it, that's great. That'll help help us reach more people and uh, keep you included. You'll hear more about. And you get to vote on Ted's kitten's name. And we're gonna. Put we were up, just
1: brainstorming some more of them, so you you get to weigh in. You're gonna weigh in. Yeah.
0: I'm um, I'm really interested to hear that. Yeah. Uh we've got our retreat coming up in June, June 8th to the 13th on the coast of Maine. Yep. I want to give you the website or a web page for that if you wanna check it out. AnimaLearning.com slash Monster Baby Retreat.
1: Yeah, go check it out and then sign up.
0: And sign up and tell friends and uh you know put it in your calendar now because it's in June. Yeah,
1: don't don't make plans. Time to think about it. I mean make those plans, but don't make other plans. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And save up your save up your dollars. Come swim with us. Come eat with us. Oh, it's so Play good. The swimming
1: and eating is so good. It's the best. All right. That's it, right? I think so. That was it. All right. So, thank you so much. Happy happy New Year. I wish I wish really wonderful things for you in 2018. Great things. Even if they're painful things.
0: Growth, discovery, delight, friendship, connection. Yep. Amen to all that. All right. Be well, well, people and we're
1: going to see it in the new year. Okay. Bye.